What's up, guys? Welcome to the Black Geek Cool Podcast, where we talk about the comic book and anime news sometimes from the small and big screen from the past week. I just woke up. Don't mind me. I'm going to be weirdly talking today. Um, uh, Before we dive in, let's uh, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Black Geek Cool, or like this podcast, rate it five stars. Um, wherever you listen to this podcast, give it a like if you're listening to it on uh, YouTube. Also, share the podcast, let people know about it. Leave a f- comment too. Leave some feedback. Um, that's supposed to help the algorithm, help me get in front of more people, and help the podcast grow. And if you're a supporter, you want the podcast to grow, and I greatly appreciate you guys doing that. So, with that all out the way, let's dive in, guys. First up, small screen news. So apparently, Netflix went down for like an hour in some U.S. cities and in Europe, in parts of Europe, they just went down for an hour. It was, I know it was chaotic for those people that it happened to. I might have been at work at the time, so I didn't even notice it. So um, being everybody's at home right now, everybody's using a lot of broadband and Something happened with Netflix. They said they fixed it, so that's not a problem. But will this happen again? I know the government is worried about the internet, you know, collapsing or just stop working because so many people are on it. They're also worried about the power grids. So many people are at home right now. Um, I never thought about that, but yeah, that could be an issue. There's a lot more people using electricity and the internet at the same time. It's not so much that so many people are using it, it's that they're using it at the same time that's putting a strain on the system and whatnot. So that's crazy. Uh, Hit me up, let me know if you were one of the people that were affected for that hour where you couldn't get Netflix. What app did you go to? Did you just go to Hulu? Did you go to Disney Plus? Let me know. Uh, I think Europe doesn't have Disney Plus right now, so you guys probably went to Hulu. Uh, In other news, Disney Plus put out a survey asking people... Would they be okay with having mature content on Disney Plus? I didn't get this survey, but I'd definitely be okay with that because y'all have a lot of Fox stuff. And there's a lot of mature content that Fox has that you guys might be not putting on. You might put it on Hulu. Um, I'm not 100% sure if you go that route, but that is one route. But yeah, put put it on there. You just put it behind a, um, a parent uh, cold wall or something like that make sure kids can't see it it's we have the technology to do it so go ahead disney do it i know it's not necessary your brand but at this point you bought up fox so you kind of adjusted your brand you still can be disney you still can be family but you can have a section for adults you have it in your theme parks you have liquor there there's no reason to have liquor there if this is for kids. So, be honest, you can do it. Uh, I'm all for it. Let me know how you guys feel. I think that would be a great idea, honestly. Because I know there's a lot of Fox series that Disney owns now. And I'm wondering if we're going to get to see. Because Disney doesn't feel it's in their brand. Which I understand. Brand is everything. Do you think? You made millions of dollars off that brand. But, yeah, go ahead, put it, 
put it on there. Just put it behind a password, protected um, parent lockout or something like that, and you should be good. Um, in other news, Dragon's Lair, uh, the old video game, I think it came out in nine nine in the 80s. Let's just say the 80s. Cause I, I don't, I don't ever, I don't think I've ever played it. I think I've watched somebody play it. I don't think I played it. I know I've seen it in a couple different movies. Well, I know at one point it was supposed to be a series. They were talking about making a series of it, but now it's going to be a movie. And now Netflix has it, and they're trying to get Ryan Reynolds uh, to star and produce in it. They say he's in talks. Um, it'd be very interesting if he takes this movie because it'd be very kind of very similar to the movie he's got already coming out, Free Man, which I look looks exciting. I really want to see that. I actually didn't even find any news on if that got delayed or not. I got to check that out. But yeah. This will be a very interesting movie. It's very nostalgic. People that played it are still alive, so they definitely would check it out just for the nostalgia aspect of it. Um, it could be really good. Ryan Reynolds is always good in these type of roles. This is his. This is his career. He's made a living out of this, so I definitely wouldn't mind seeing him in it, and I definitely wouldn't mind to see them go for a shot to make this either. So we'll be on the lookout and see if he signs a deal for this movie. Next up, there's a rumor that an A-list star is supposed to be joining The Mandalorian Season 2. We've already got a couple different people coming in. And there might be some other surprises. Um, some characters from Rebels might show up. And another character from Clone Wars might show up. I know I said that weird, sorry. <laughs> but... Um, we got Rosario, Rosario, I can't pronounce her name right now. Miss Dawson is going to be Ahsoka. Uh, Michael Ben Bean is going to be a bounty hunter as well. And the rumor is Jamie Lee Curtis is in talks to join on the Mandalorian season two. Um, I don't know how that works because she's already... They already filmed it. They already wrapped. Unless she's going to do like a voice. But I don't think you would pay Jamie Lee Curtis to do a voice. So maybe they're going to shoot some separate stuff for her. For a quick scene or a cameo or something like that. But that's the rumor. Or maybe they already shot it and they kept it under wraps. They kept Baby Yoda under wraps for a long time. They didn't even have merch out. So they could have did that too. So it'd be interesting. Um, I don't, And I don't know if they're going to move up Mandalorian. Being that so much stuff has got canceled because of the, uh, because of the virus, apparently when you say it, they strike your YouTube channel or something. Um, so many things got canceled, and so many things couldn't finish filming, so they might not hit their release dates. So I can, I would like them to move this up. Disney Plus definitely needs to move it up because they don't have any more originals. Uh, a lot of stuff is just old Disney stuff, and people are starting to notice that and get a little upset, but it's not their fault. Something happened to where they couldn't finish the originals that were going to be fire. Um, they got shut down. <laughs> it kind of sucks. But yeah, I can see them possibly moving this up just to have uh, more originals for people to see on hand. Um, and I'll be interested to see what character she plays if she's in it, too. That'd be very interesting. In other news, 
So I watched this promo for The Walking Dead final, not final episode, but season finale uh, episode. It was a promo and it introduced uh, this lady called Princess in it. It was crazy. Like, I might go watch that episode with her because she was just electrifying on screen. Funny, interesting, um, in that world, just brought that world new life uh, for me. I'm sorry. It was amazing. It was, she was very hilarious, on point, a great kind of character, uh, and a reason why she calls herself Princess makes so much sense in the moment. It is awesome. I don't know this character per se because I read the comic books for a while. I didn't get past the Whispers arc, so I don't know what happens after that. But um, I might come back to this just to see uh, Princess in the series. I'm not going to binge everything to catch up. I just didn't want to start where Princess is, honestly. Uh, but let me know how you feel about Princess as a character. Did you see her? Is she come up yet? I think that I think that episode aired. I think so. Uh, or might air this Sunday. So that's something I look forward to. Um, but yeah, thought it was really cool. Her introduction was really cool, and I'm kind of excited for The Walking Dead again. Side note: There's a show on Netflix called The Kingdom. They say they do zombies better than The Walking Dead. Like they do death and that kind of world better. I got to check that out. Let me know if you watched it. Is it better? Is it good? Do you recommend it? I think it's like two seasons. Uh, hit me up, Black Equal on Instagram, Black Equal on Twitter, and Black Equal Podcast at Gmail. Or hit me down in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. In other news, Crunchyroll's original. Well, the originals are supposed to start uh, today, technically, April 1st. Uh, and they're going to debut, debut with Tower of God. My only question is, are they all going to be subtitled? Because I'm a dub guy, and if I can't watch a dub, I really don't really watch a sub. I I don't like to read when I'm watching a movie or a show. (laughs) Um, And I couldn't tell. I know Crunchyroll mostly does um, sub stuff. They got like a few dub things here and there, but mostly they're sub. And some of these originals that they're coming out with look kind of cool. And I really would like to see them. But I'm not reading. So, that's what it is, Crunchyroll. You need to let us know if it's dub in there. If not, well, it was, when will you dub it then? Because <laughs> you got to dub it eventually. Come on. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to check that out. Let me know if you're excited about that. If you're going to check that out yourself. In other news, Titans is getting a season three. I don't know if I talked about this, but I've seen them putting out a, a casting call for a character for season three. Uh, it was like a 16 to 17 year old. They wanted, um, I think they said Asian American. So I don't know who that character could be. Very interested. Have no idea who that character could be. But yeah, Titans is getting a season three. I didn't. I still haven't finished season one, or even got into season two. Heard the show was really good. I mean, it was good from what I saw, but then I got kind of bored with it. I got up to like season five. I mean, episode five. But that's me. Uh, maybe it just wasn't for me necessarily. But for those excited for the show who like the show, you're getting to season three. I don't know if it's going to be on DC Universe because I heard they're shutting that down. But I'm not sure now um, what they're going to do with DC Universe. Uh, yeah, that's kind of up in the air, really. 
honest. But interesting nonetheless. The next piece of news, uh, I watched a new trailer from one of the creators from Rick and Morty. I think it's Justin. Yeah, I think it's Justin. I forget his last name. It's a show he's put out called Solar Opposites. So it's going to be on Hulu May 8th. All the episodes are going to be on May 8th. They're releasing the whole thing on May 8th. And you can tell it's very Rick and Morty because they have the same kind of eyes they have in Rick and Morty. And he does some voices in it, which makes him sound like Rick and or Morty. Those are his main voices he has. Um, it looks like, uh, it looks like, uh, what is that? And Rick and Morty, they do the, uh, was it Galactic Cable? It looks like a show from that, basically. So, a little less weird, but dealing with Earth. It looks interesting. It it I, I just don't want it just to be a, a clone of Rick and Morty without Rick or Morty, but their voices. You know what I mean? And that's what it kind of looks like. I'll give it a chance when it comes out. Check it out. Watch it. See if it's any good. But it does feel like it's just a clone of it, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> that's that's not a bad thing, but that's not a good thing either. Because there's a lot of shows that are clone. Look, let's be honest. Living Single came out first. Friends came out second. Friends is basically a clone of Living Single. And look how that's turned out. So, it could work out good. But, yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, definitely check it out May 18th on Hulu. If you have Hulu, you pretty much have it for free, so might as well watch it. Um, and other news, Netflix actually canceled some stuff. <laughs> well, they actually been canceling a lot of stuff here and there, uh, but they canceled V War, uh, V Wars. I guess that vampire show. I didn't watch it. I like vampires, but it vaguely looked interesting to me. Um, but that got canceled after the first season. October Faction, that got canceled as well after its first season. I was supposed to watch that. I talked about it. And now there's no reason to watch that. Honestly, because I know other seasons. And most of these Netflix shows leave off with like um, a cliffhanger. Um, that's how they get you to come back for the next season and stuff. If that happens, I don't need to have a cliffhanger or a show that's not coming back. That's just... That just makes no sense. But I have watched Ozark Season 1. It's, it's alright. It's alright. I'm debating if I'm going to tell you on the Season 2. I like the first like three episodes are really good. But then it got kind of predictable. And I kind of figured out what was going to happen before it happened. And that's, that's, that's not a show I'd usually continue watching. If I can figure out what's going on. Um... And it makes it hard to enjoy. Because I wasn't trying to figure out. I just like putting things together like you normally do. But it was good for the first three, four episodes. I give you that. It was The first episode was amazing. But uh, after that, it got weird. <laughs> just in my opinion. I know some people love that. And it's already in the third season. Uh, so uh, that's a lot of episodes to watch. I'm debating. Anyway, I'm just rambling. <laughs> they did renew a show. Cancelvania got renewed for fourth season. Um, third season was amazing. You go check out my review of it on Blackie Cool YouTube channel. Um, super excited for this to get renewed. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to return to this world. I want to see more of this world and see what else they have for us. I know there's other characters they can introduce. I've never, I played the game like maybe once or twice, but I know there's other characters in the game they can introduce, and hopefully they do that in the fourth season. I'll talk about all that in my review, so go check that out. Um, they also renew Lock and Key for a second season. The word is that first season is really good. It's like a family horror kind of move, um, show. Um, I might check it out. I heard some positive things about it, but uh, it didn't just grab me right away. So I might go check that out, see what that's all about. Uh, yeah. I think that's all I have on, oh wait, I don't think I talk about that before I, I almost skip something. I always do this. I always skip something on my notes and come back to it later and be like, oh, forgot to talk about that. Stargirl premiere date got delayed. So it was supposed to come out May 11th. Now they pushed it back to May 18th. It's going to come out May 18th on the DCU app and then... On the 19th, it's going to air on CW, I believe. That's how they're doing it. I was really excited for this show. It looked very interesting. It looks different than any other CW shows and vaguely different than the DCU shows. Um, I liked the trailer. I thought it was really cool. Now we got to wait a little longer to see that. Um, so that's... It sucks, but maybe they had to fix some stuff. Which, if you got to fix this up to make the show better, cool. Totally fine with that. Do that to make the show better. I'm on board. No problem. I had to drink some water. Mouth got dry. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's coming out May 18th, so be ready for that. That's that's so far away. We're in April. I mean, that's a month, a month or something, but so far away. Want to release it now. You know people at home. Release it now. Um, and, and one more thing, uh, I watched Vagrant Queen, that aired, the first episode aired, it's on Sci-Fi, I think it airs on Fridays, I'm not sure, you go check out my first episode review of that on Blackie Cool, um, YouTube channel, and you see my thoughts on that, uh, interesting thoughts, but go check out that, and you see how I felt about that first episode, um, but that's it. For small screen news, like always, hit me up. Let me know if there was something I missed that you wanted me to talk about. I'll talk about it on the next podcast or you want to get my opinion on. Let me know and I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. All right, guys, time for big screen news. First up, Patty Jenkins talks about why she didn't take the directing gig for Thor The Dark World. So basically she said ah, the script wasn't that good. It wasn't that good of a script. She didn't think she could do uh, the best she could with that script. And honestly, she was like, it's it's not going to do well. That's how she felt. And being a woman director, she didn't want to take her chance on this film and it fail and her not ever get another chance to do another big film. Um, Basically, being a woman, she felt that she only has so many chances to actually fail, which is like one, maybe two. And unfortunately, men have a whole bunch of times to fail. This is very true. And still get good movies. So, I, 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 
I'm on board with that. I totally understand her reasoning with that. She wanted to make sure the first big blockbuster movie she does, the script is great, that the movie should be great, and that she could make sure it's her best foot forward on her first go out. Totally understand. Because if she did Thor The Dark World, I don't think she would have got a chance to do Wonder Woman. And we wouldn't have had an amazing Wonder Woman movie. So, I commend her for, you know, letting a chance get away from her because she didn't think it was right for her. Makes perfect sense. Uh, And a very smart move in her part. In other news, there's rumors that Michonne is actually leaving Walking Dead series to join Rick Grimes in the Walking Dead movie trilogy they're supposed to be doing. Um... I don't know if it was last Sunday or the Sunday before that you seen Michonne exit the show. Um, spoilers, apparently she didn't just die. She kind of just disappeared or something like that. I don't know. I don't watch the show. I'm going to be I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. I haven't watched Walking Dead in so long, so long. But I might start watching again because of Princess. But apparently she is leaving and will be joining Rick in the movies. Um, right now it's still a rumor they haven't come out and officially said something, said anything, but that is the rumblings going on. People are hearing that might be a possibility, and I think that's very interesting. I don't know what they're doing with this universe. Um, I, I feel like they're beating a dead horse to an extent, um, but they're still getting views, so understandable, do you think? But if Michonne is in a movie, I probably will watch it. I'm not going to lie to you. I love Denai Greer. She's amazing. Uh, and I love her as Michonne. Love her in Black Panther as well. She needs to be in more stuff. Hollywood, put Denai Greer in more stuff. I guess she likes a playwright, though. She likes writing plays. So if that's your thing, girl, do your thing. Not even mad at you. But in other news, Lupin the Third, the first, that's the title. It's a, if you don't know Lupin, he's like a master criminal thief. Um, I used to watch this cartoon. He had a, like a series. He's had a couple movies. He's had his first CGI movie. And apparently this movie is going to be released in the United States. Uh, it was supposed to come out 2020. I don't know if that's still. I think it might get pushed back to 2021. But I seen like the trailer. Looks kind of cool. The CGI works. It's still. You can still kind of see those characters within that CGI world. It looks like it's. It looks really good. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of very excited for this guy. I love Lupin. I kind of let him go a while. So it'd be cool to see him come back, get a new adventure with him, a kind of a new look. And uh, as you've been seeing, a lot of anime movies have been coming to the U.S. theaters. Their popularity is growing a little more where Hollywood's kind of seeing the positiveness of this and the money from it too because that's what Hollywood's about making money I I totally understand you gotta make money make money make money uh no sense absolutely no sense (laughs) but yeah Lupin the Third's coming super excited that so once this certain thing we can't talk about we figure out what ha- what's going on with it and how long we're going to be stuck in the house and when we can actually go back to movies. That's another thing. Let me know how you feel um, when we can go back out in public and, you know, be around each other and all that good stuff. 
how long before you feel safe to go to a movie theater? Are you just going to go right away? Are you going to give it a month or so? How do you feel? Because Hollywood is definitely trying to figure out where we are with that. Because as you will find out later in this podcast, a lot of stuff got delayed, pushed back, new dates. But they've actually set dates for stuff, um, which is very interesting. I wouldn't necessarily set a date for anything because you might have to change that. (laughs) But in other news, China actually told um, theaters to close again. So China closed their theaters before and they started to get the thing you know we can't talk about under control and lower numbers getting infected so they started opening stuff slowly again and theaters finally opened again out there and then a week after they opened they told them to close it again so I don't know if that's a good sign well it's never a good sign when you reclose stuff so that's bad Um, I don't know if they were just trying to just jump in the gun or something or didn't wait long enough. We'll have to see if we have that same problem here in the United States. Um, but that's not necessarily a good sign for Hollywood and movie theaters in general. Um, I know that uh, some studios are really pondering doing straight-to-digital releases. Especially since now that everything that was in theaters right before said thing happened. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard to talk around it. <laughs> uh, they've all been kind of released on digital already. So it's been kind of a theater to digital release real quickly. That window has shrunk dramatically. But those movies are kind of already out in theaters for a little while. At this point, we're reaching a point where we're at movies that never got an actual theater release. And they're really debating if they want to just send it straight to digital and see how it does there. But some theaters want to um, include theaters into that profit margin so they don't damage that relationship. Understandable. I know Trolls... World Tour was like, we're going to be the first one to release digitally without going to the theaters. Theaters got really upset with that. So, uh, they pulled back a little bit. So, I they haven't posted when that movie will be available on digital. Um, so, making you think they, they might not do it. Understandable, they're not trying to sever that relationship with theaters because they do make money off them. So, it's a cold of relationship but right now things have changed and that might have to restructure y'all relationship um but yeah there it's it's really interesting the next month is gonna be the next few next if it's a few months the next few months is gonna be really interesting for theaters and movies and how they're gonna get released um yeah but LeBron James says his Space Jam 2 it's still on track to be released in 2021, so that's good news. Uh, I mean, right now he's not playing ball because they closed the NBA down, so he has plenty of time to take meetings, figure out what they're going to do with that movie. Um, I, they're supposed to shoot this summer, so if they can't shoot this summer, then that's definitely going to push that movie back. I heard, well, that's kind of a spoiler, so I won't say that. Uh, 
it's something about the movie. If you want to know, hit me up at Black Equal on Instagram, Black Equal on Twitter, or just Google spoiler for Space Jam 2, I guess. Uh, somebody said something in some interview. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> in other news, Disney is one of those companies that are really considering releasing movies directly to digital that were supposed to have a theater release. Those two two movies particular they're thinking of doing is Mulan and Black Widow. Um, they're really, really, really thinking about this because uh, they got no money coming in. They have no parks right now. You can't go to a Disney park. You can't go to a Disney movie. Uh, only thing you got from Disney right now, financially money coming in, is somewhat Disney Plus. Because some people pay for that three years up front. So they paid that 350 so they, they're not getting money from that. But they're, some people just do, do subscription. I'm, I do subscription monthly. So they get my seven dollars a month, um. But and they get like Disney Shop, people buying stuff from online. Other than that, they have no revenue coming in, so they're kind of in crunch time. So they're trying to figure out how to get a res- revenue stream coming in while everybody's on lockdown. Um, and the easiest way is to release your movies digitally. Yeah, so they're really thinking about this. Um. Disney, I won't say they don't care about theaters, but they're not too worried about theaters. Because they've been kind of punking theaters for a while now, making them put their movies on the biggest screens for a longer time. They've really been kind of punking theaters. So they're not too much terrified of theaters. I can see them not cutting theaters in, too, which would kind of suck. But... They're like, we're Disney. We could do this. Don't worry about us. <laughs> Which sucks so much. But it is business. So it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, they're really pondering if they're going to release Mulan and Black Widow straight to digital without a theater release. Um, I know Mulan had its China premiere. So that's uh, that happened. Yeah. So... It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, uh, if they do, I'm definitely buying them. If they release them digitally, I'll definitely be buying Black Widow and Mulan if they release those digitally. There's no thought on my mind. I know a lot of people will. But the thing is, they release it, you buy it one time, and it, it, it also matters how they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do that 24-hour rental thing. I think they'll have it to where you just buy it and you have that movie. Uh, but what is the price going to be? Uh, I think it'd be either $25, $30. Like, where do you start your price there to try to recoup that money? Because most likely, Black Widow... I, I can't say it would have made a billion dollars in the theaters. I think it would have got pretty close. Marvel has a very strong um, base of fans that go see their movies religiously. And a lot of people wanted a Black Widow movie, even though it took so long before she actually died, before her to get a whole movie. Makes no sense. No sense at all. So I think they would really go see the Black Widow movie. Mulan itself kind of has a strong base. 
but they also changed a lot of stuff from the Mulan cartoon animated movie that came out to make this more adult oriented. Um, but they haven't really failed, except maybe one or two times, with their live action adaptations of old um, animated movies. And I don't think they would have did bad with this, so I can't say that would have made a billion dollars. I don't think it'll make a billion dollars if they release it digitally. But who knows that it could happen. It could happen. It could set a new precedent of how movies are released. It'd be very interesting to see what they do with that. Um, In other news, The Rock says they are working on Hobbs and Shaw 2. Yes, he said in an interview that, yeah, they're working on Hobbs and Shaw 2. Getting the script together, all that good stuff. But the studio hasn't said that. So, um, I'm not saying The Rock is lying to us. They might be working on it. But it might be in the very early stages of debating to do a a sequel. I mean, I think Hobbs and Shaw did decent in the box office. Did good numbers to where it could warrant a sequel. Um, But in this time of uncertainty, how... The movie business is going to work and when movies are going to be able to come back. I don't think that's something they would put on the slate and be like, yeah, we're going to get this done when they already have Fast 9 and Fast 10 to really focus on. Being they push one back, Fast 9 back to like a year to the spot Fast 10 was in and the fact that they haven't even started shooting Fast 10. Um... I think they got other stuff on their plate right now to be trying to worry about. So until we see a studio confirm that Hobbs and Shaw 2 is coming, right now it's just a rumor from The Rock. The guy that might be in the movie that does everything and is super excited for the stuff he's doing right now. He's also still working on um, Black Adam. He says that's still um, coming and they're going to be shooting on time but I'm like Rock do you know something I don't know you know how this thing is gonna turn out cause let me know bro <laughs> that's news I would like to know cause I would like to go outside again <laughs> like take my kids to the park they've been in the house too long they need to get out of the house um, okay, we're definitely doing a lot of more family stuff once we can go outside again I'm gonna take them golfing mini golfing go kart and all that good stuff anyway that's just personal stuff Um, in other news, uh, so Ghostbusters Afterlife moved their schedule, they moved their release date, they went from 2020 to now 2021, uh, so they're coming out March 5th, 2021, uh, Morbius has actually moved their release date as well, they're coming out March 19th. 2021 so those two movies are like two weeks apart same um i believe they're both sony um i don't think they should have this is just my opinion i don't think they should have set a date but then again dates are kind of hard to get um i don't know i don't know if they should set a date because what if what if you can't open that date what if something has to change They've already done this with uh, Peter Rabbit 2. They had one date, and then they had to move to Easter, I believe. 
And then they just moved again. So that movie's moved three times. So has Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman has moved three times, I believe. Yeah. So, I don't know. Wonder Woman, people wait for that. Peter Rabbit, which I thought Peter Rabbit 1 was pretty good. I watch it with my kid all the time. They just took it off Netflix. That sucks. Put it back. Um, but Peter Rabbit 2, um, I think it'll do well once it actually drops. Uh, I think it has a decent fan base. I mean, they made a sequel, so clearly the first one did well enough. But yeah, I just don't know if you guys should be putting dates on stuff without knowing anything factual. Um, but those, um, Morbius had one trailer, and I think Ghostbusters had one trailer. So they, they can wait a while. I think they'll be okay waiting for that. Um, but they put, I don't know, Sony might know some stuff we don't know. Also, Venom 2 is still supposed to be hitting theaters October 22nd, 2020. Uh, they still feel they'll make that release date for some reason. I don't know why they feel that way, but they feel they still will make that release date. Uh, Venom hasn't had any trailers come out. They haven't even actually had any actual production photos come out. All of the photos from Venom we've gotten are been people taking pictures of them filming. Not actual, not actually from the studio. So they definitely got time. If they try to hold out and wait and see if everything clears up, they could be one of the first movies back in theaters. I think Tenet also is keeping its release date. It hasn't changed its release date, so they can also be right there when movies get back, open back up, which would do very good business for them if people feel comfortable going to the movies right away. Uh, being the only big movie out, people will go see it in droves and they'll see it multiple times too just to get a feeling of normalcy to getting back to being normal outside and stuff which is weird you <laughs> went to the movies to get back to normal to being outside <laughs> it makes no sense but that's that would happen i'm 100 it will happen <laughs> that's hilarious oh uh, yeah so very interesting to see what happens with that We'll be watching and checking. Oh, wow, it's going to be interesting in the next couple of months what happens. So, that's it for big screen news. Uh, as always, let me know if there was something I missed that you wanted me to talk about. You want to get my opinion on, my thoughts on, hit me up. And I'll definitely put it in the next podcast. Hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Blackie Cool on Twitter, and of course, Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Alright guys, time for a movie I did a live reaction to, trailer, but never got around to reviewing the movie when it got out of theaters, review. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta record that one of these times so I can just play that. Um, Cause I try to say it every time. Let me know, do you want me to try to say it every time or you want me to record it so it's already recorded? Let me know, hit me up, Blackie Cool Instagram, Blackie Cool Twitter, and Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail, or hit me down in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. So, the movie we're doing is Aladdin, Disney's live uh, action Aladdin movie. I'm not going to say who's starring because I forgot dude's name, but I know Will Smith is in it. <laughs> so, this is how I saw this movie. I went to the theaters. I went to the theaters with my whole family to go see this movie. Uh, son, daughter, wife. We went to the movies. Halfway through the movie, my daughter just was like, I'm done. I'm done. 
started crying, wanted to leave. She was three at the time. So, well, she's still three. <laughs> but I can understand that. So I end up taking her out the movies because I don't want to ruin everybody else's stuff. I hate that when people have their kids crying and don't. Like, that's your kid. Take care of them. Get them out. They don't like the movie. Make moves. That's why I try to go to movies at kid-friendly times, like early in the morning, where there's not really a lot of people there, and there's mostly just kids, so they can be all loud together. Totally fine. But I took my daughter out, so I end up being outside of the movie with her for, like, the rest of the movie. <laughs> so I didn't see half of the movie, um, which, which was kind of weird, because I did want to see this one. I love Aladdin. I love the first Aladdin movie. I like the second Aladdin movie, Return to Jafar. But I also like the Aladdin series. Uh, I watched it all the time when I was younger. Really loved it. Uh, so I was really excited to see this movie. So long story short, didn't get to see it in theaters. I end up finally watching it on Disney Plus uh, maybe two or three days ago. And I was like, should I watch it from where I left off? <laughs> or should I watch the whole thing? <laughs> and I wasn't in a time crunch because I had to go to work because I'm working nights right now. Long story of that. So I end up just watching, picking up from where I left off with my daughter. So a quick review. Um, um, Aladdin is a story about a street rat who... Once more in life, it ends up falling for the print, falling for the princess in his town, and he finds a magic genie lamp. Blah blah blah. We all know the story of Aladdin. Uh, let's get to it. How does it look? It looks great. It looks it's very colorful, very bright. Um, it looks good. Agrabah looks good. Uh, people in the market looks look amazing. Uh, dude playing Aladdin, he looks vaguely like Aladdin, not, um, he's okay, he's okay, he was looking like Aladdin, does he have the charm of Aladdin, ah, no, he doesn't have the charm of Aladdin, I think he could have been a little more charming, a little more charismatic, um, that was, that's kind of already down right there, if you can't hit that charismatic, charming lovability of Aladdin right away, the story kind of falls apart for me. Um, Jasmine, a woman playing Jasmine, she did all right. She was okay, Jasmine. Um, it, it was okay. It was, it's hard because it's, when you think about Jasmine, I'm trying to separate movie Jasmine from series Jasmine because they're very different. Uh, movie Jasmine is more strong, um, more, um, what's, what can I say? Like, more independent, more, like, I can do this myself, blah, blah, blah. The live-action movie Jasmine was that at times. It wasn't all the time. It was only so, some of the times. So it was very weird. There was a there wasn't a decent balance of it. Um let's get to the big thing, the genie. Uh Will Smith plays the genie in this. I can't say it'd be wrong for me to say he's a great replacement for Robin Williams because nobody can replace Robin Robin Williams as a genie. He did a magnificent job. Amazing. Just amazing job as a genie. 
Will Smith as a genie is a different genie that works. It works because Will Smith is Will Smith. Like, when Will Smith's on screen, you're paying attention to Will Smith. I do agree the genie makeup or the CGI-ness of the genie was still weird. I know, like, they had an earlier shot of it in one of the trailers, and everybody was like, why does that look like that? It looks so bad. And then they showed you a better shot of it in another trailer, and people were like, oh, it looks okay. It still looks weird to me. I'm sorry. When he's blue and has a genie tail, it's very weird to me. Um, so I like him better in his his human disguise, say. I put air quotes if you couldn't see me, because you can't, because you're listening to it on podcast. <laughs> But I like him better when he was in this human skies. I'm not so fond of the him falling in love with the handmaid of Jasmine, which I don't understand why she's there anyway. That I don't know why they did that. Like why I I don't think they should have did that. I mean I get it. People didn't want them to do a direct copy from um, the movie. And make it that I get that, but if you're gonna add stuff, make it make make it be better. And I don't think this was a good ad. Also, they had this um, other prince, this white dude, only white guy I believe in the whole movie, uh, coming to try to win Jasmine's hand. Um, which uh, we've talked about in earlier later. Other podcasts that that dude's supposed to be in a spinoff show for Disney Plus, which makes no sense. The only one white dude gets a spinoff show? Come on, Disney. Come on. Um, but, yeah, that didn't make any sense. Uh, the, uh, I don't know. I didn't mind the dance they did, but the dance Aladdin did was really weird. It was, it, it, it felt very cringy. To me, it felt like you're trying to be kind of hip hop and cool, and uh, you didn't have to do that. That was weird. It was very weird. Um, <laughs> it was very weird to me. Uh, ultimately, for me, okay, we're gonna talk. I'm, I'm about to give you my broad opinion of it before I really get into some spoiler stuff. I mean, it's on Disney Plus, so you probably see it. So whatever. Uh, I thought it was okay. It's not one of their best live-action remakes. I think Jungle Book... I didn't see Beauty and Beast, so I can't speak on that one. But Jungle Book is one of their best for me. Um, I didn't see Maleficent. I didn't see Dumbo. I haven't seen any of these. (laughs) I didn't even see Lion King. I gotta watch that, because that's coming up on this, too. Uh, But so far, for me, Jungle Book is the best. (laughs) Aladdin is not not up there. I'm sorry. I thought it was okay. Uh, the songs, the songs didn't hit like they should have, and then they add another song for Jasmine. That song wasn't really good. They changed some of the lines. Um, forget it, we're jumping into spoilers. So they changed one of the lines where um, uh, Jafar. Oh, I even forgot this. Jafar was kind of scary. Jafar kind of worked. Um, it was he was. It, it kind of worked. It worked better than anybody else. Let's say that. Except for Will Smith is genie. Will Smith's up top. Then maybe Jafar. Then maybe Aladdin. But I got to put the carpet and Abu above Aladdin. Because I think they did good. 
Um, <laughs> Iago did okay. Iago did okay. I, I miss him talking. I want him to talk. That would have been great. But um, Jafar worked really good. But they changed the fact when he was trying to be, he was like, I want to be the best sorcerer. And then they tricked him to being a genie. They changed how they did it. Like, instead of saying, like, yeah, you're the greatest sorcerer, but genies have cosmic, unbelievable power, blah, blah, this. And they changed that wording to where they didn't say that to him. They waited till they turned him into a genie. was like, yeah, you got cosmic power, all in a small little bucket. And that's a good line. Like, use that line the right way. And I wish they would have did that. There was other little changes they did, but uh, it's all right. Um... I don't know. It just, it didn't, honestly, I was going for the feel of the original. It didn't give much of that feeling. It felt like a hollow shell of that to be for me. But some people really liked it. And this might be their Aladdin, too shaded them. It just wasn't for me. I that's I got to be 100% with you. Um, but let me know how you felt about the movies. Hit me down in the comments or hit me up at Blacky Cool on Instagram, Blacky Cool on Twitter, or Blacky Cool Podcast at Gmail. How did you feel about Aladdin, the live action remake by Disney? Uh, that's my review. Um, yeah, thanks. All right, guys, that's the end of the podcast for this week. Just a reminder you can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast iTunes or anywhere you get your podcast from. You can also listen to it on YouTube at Blackie Cool YouTube channel. Go ahead and check out other videos I have on there as well. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can always support by just sharing the podcast to as many people as you like. Hit it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, put it on Twitter, share it all around. That definitely helps. Also, like the podcast, give it five stars on any app you use it on or on YouTube like the video definitely helps helps me in the algorithm helps me get in front of more people helps the podcast grow also helps the channel grow um if you want to support the podcast financially you can go check out our Patreon Blackie Cool Patreon become a patron you get rewards I'm gonna start doing like live watches on Patreon or uh, whatever it's called follow watches on different movies Oh, new. Let me know what you would like to see. Um, check out the rewards. Let me know if there's some other rewards you would like. We definitely can change that and work with that. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and look at the Patreon. See if you want to be a patron. It definitely helps here. Helps me grow and build this a little more with your support. You can also check out uh, Blackie Cool Teesprings. I have t shirts. That definitely helps too. Get yourself a Blackie Cool shirt. Uh, show people you love the show, wear it outside, take pictures. If you take pictures, use the hashtag uh, BGC84. No, just use it BGC, yeah. Hashtag BGC, tag me in it, all that good stuff. We'll love to see that. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Always appreciate you guys following and listening and supporting the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Until next time, guys, see you in the next podcast.